and welcome back to the Elise Yeezy Show. I am your host, Elise Yeezy, and today I'm joined by Vangelina Skov. All right, mate. Hello, how are you? I was just thinking in my head when I was saying the Elise Yeezy Show, I need to get rid of the Yeezy part. So I've been thinking this for a while as well. I kind of want to detach from where, because it originally obviously came from Kanye West, who I used mm-hmm. to quite like. But you, you, for a lot of people, he went too far, like, you know, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. For me, it's like, nope, now he's really gone too far <laughs> of all of his behavior. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit late on it. I think I was doing the whole um, separating the art from the artist kind of thing, which is still mm-hmm. fine to do. It's still fine to enjoy his music, I think. I mean, I've not listened to any of his recent stuff, so don't hold me to that if if in his recent stuff he's just being outrageous then don't help me <laughs> to that but you know like uh my dark sweet no what's it called my dark twisted fantasy or whatever that's a really good album you never heard it i've never heard a kanye west song oh no it's a phenomenal album <sighs> but he's just ruining everything by being anti-semitic so <laughs> you know i kind of want to get rid of the old yeezy bit anyway enough about me how are you i'm grand you know not really got any bits of my name i need to change which is good you know i enjoy that (laughs) it's good for me so i can feel better here in this conversation i know when i came up with the name years and years ago who would have thought that kanye west would have started to be a bit (laughs) you know maybe that whole taylor swift thing that he did years ago was a sign except okay the whole taylor swift vmas thing when that happened, I was big into my little conspiracy David Icke forums, and I found mm-hmm. this website that went on about how, no, this was an Illuminati acceptance pro uh, process because before- Like a humiliation ritual. Yes, she's yeah. wearing like this white dress to signify old school fashion, old fashioned terms like purity and da 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 Then after it happens, she comes out in a red dress. She's been inoculated within the Illuminati. So I was always like, oh, I don't feel that bad for her then if she's part of the Illuminati. <laughs> but that's probably not the case. And I'm not saying it's not true. So well, I don't I don't know. Like... We don't know. But then, right, I've had this thought, yeah, because I do think there's some nefarious goings on sometimes, right, whether it's a full-blown Illuminati, who knows, but definitely like the media impacts that the way we think and psyops, government psyops and all this stuff, right? If there is a proper Illuminati, there must be people in the Illuminati on YouTube. There must be YouTubers who are within the Illuminati indoctrinating the next generation. Who would that be? Is it Zoella secretly doing the all CNI? <laughs> or like the side of, you know, that thing that Lady Gaga... See, I like Lady Gaga, so I can forgive her for being in the Illuminati. Who is it? Was oh it Charlie D'Amelio? Charlie D'Amelio. I don't think they'd let her in. I'm going to be honest. I don't think they would. But I think Dream in the Illuminati. They definitely, definitely do. do. James Charles you know how some people go on about oh well some of these TikTok stars they've got no talent and they've just blown up overnight because they've done like some dance and da, 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 da. like people say about Charlie D'Amelio would it not make more sense if well yes that's because the parents sold their souls to the Illuminati and that's why they've got all that success well, I have two issues with this. And one, it's because I've looked into the TikTok algorithm and it makes sense. And for two, if it was that easy, I've been fucking telling the Illuminati for years, I will sell whatever you want. <laughs> Same. I've literally been saying for the past 15 or so years, 
just send me like the Nando's black card. Have you ever heard of that? The Nando's black card. Ed Sheeran and um, Example have one where basically it means you get free Nando's for life. It's like <laughs> it's like the Illuminati of fast food. I want the equivalent of that for the Illuminati, and I will look, I will do it, mates. Just to be in it, I will do it. Whatever it is, sacrifices, whatever you need, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll be embarrassed by Kanye West or something. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is your humiliation ritual. <laughs> <laughs> we think the exact same things at the same time. I reckon. So I was just thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. Kanye had out for me. This is my fault for trying to co-opt the word Yeezy in the first place. So I couldn't be original. And I hate the name Elise. Do you? <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's really stupid because it's an amalgamation of like several different things. And I'm not sure if I was sober when I came up with it. Because the original, <laughs> this is, we're not even getting onto the main topic yet, but it's fine, we'll get there. You'll, you'll need to hear this. <laughs> the original point of the Elise Easy channel was I wanted to be like a parody rapper. I really want, I would like, I really wanted. So I was in my early 20s and I just thought, Do you know what? I can speed rap. I should be a parody rapper. I should be like a like MC Grinder. But before I knew that MC Grinder from the show, people just do nothing. I didn't know that existed, but that is what I wanted for my YouTube channel. And then I just never went anywhere with it. I never did anything. I never wrote any, like never wrote any songs, never did any videos, nothing. I just had this abstract idea and I was like, I'll make a YouTube channel nothing came from it so the name Elise Yeezy is a parody in of itself I hate it so it's your rapper name <laughs> yeah <laughs> Easy, Easy is my I, are you embarrassed because you should be I'm so embarrassed I'm so but I wonder if I could still do something no I can't be bothered to come up with parody raps it's effort coming up with parody stuff I don't know how weird Al was doing it for all that like time it's so much effort. no you should do it do it just do it. Be funny. For the laugh. <laughs> I, I kind of do want to. I mean, look, People Just Do Nothing is a huge show over in the UK. And they've had a movie and stuff. And it's it's just... Um, I don't know how to, so it's about this pirate garage radio. Like this, this, D, this DJ and this rapper. And they have this pirate garage radio thing. Which garage was, I think, big in the 90s. And they're actually all very musically talented, but it's just parody. And why I like it so much is because I've basically, the people that are in the show are people that I grew up with in my hometown. It's like, yes, that was a thing. You just go around like someone's house and someone has like some decks and you're all just smoking weed and chatting shit and stuff. Like I know those characters and those people. That is very much my my life and my background. Maybe I could do the Elysee. I don't know. No, maybe not. I'm too old. I'm too old to be changing up now. Yeah, because you are in fact forty-five. Like, just do it. It is <laughs> not to say forty-five is old, by the way. Just you know, if you're gonna start your rap career, it's a little bit late. But <laughs> doesn't mean you can't. I don't know. Not to be judgmental, but do it. I'm gonna bully you into doing it. You have to. It would be good. I can talk very fast, like mm -hmm. Trisha Paytas. <laughs> You and her together just form a duo, some kind of rap thing. Are you like annoying duo on YouTube? Imagine we're both there just speed talking at each other. We'd be so annoying. I have to get it done. <laughs> I should email Trisha Paytas. Do it. She might respond. You never know. Um, be funny. 
Trisha kind of scares me though. Anyway, shall we get on to the main topic of today's podcast? Yes. Okay. So Shane Dawson has recently come out with a new series. So against my better judgment, I decided to watch it and write down notes as I went along. You have already done a video on it. So you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yes. I think we can just go through it. What did you do? Did you do a video on the first one or all of them? I did a video on the first one that I wanted to do on the second and the third separately, but I was sick, so I couldn't. So I did the second and the third together. So I've done two videos. Well, actually, the second video hasn't come out yet, but it will. <laughs> okay. We will do an episode per episode because I want to rinse this for views as much as possible. It's Christmas time after all. I've got to pay for people's uh, Christmas presents. So, <laughs> right. The first thing to know, so this this new series with Jeffree Star, and what's it called? The Cancelled World? Of yeah, of Jeff Shane Dawson. Dawson and Jeffree Star. The immediate thing that I noticed about it is the views are way down. Way down when you compare it to... But then I looked at his most popular videos, and I think the most popular one on there, it's like him and Jeffree, and it's got 50 million views. I'm very sure that he had a video with him where it was 60 million. It was over 60 million. Mm. So unless he's deleted something, I'm not sure. I believe you, I just haven't seen it. Mm, maybe I'm misremembering it. But the views are way down compared to the other series. You know, like three or so million views isn't anything to sniff at. But when you've got a channel with, what, 19.5 million subscribers, you know, if you're getting just over 10% of those views, it's not uh, of those subscribers to watch your video, it's not very good. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of the people that are subscribed to him now are like vultures like me who are waiting to see what he does <laughs> so he can make videos. But also at the same time, I think views on YouTube are down in general. And long form content is doing well for some people, but for controversial people, everybody knows they can just watch the recap. So they're not going to watch the whole thing, especially when it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit dull, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm like... I hate to admit this, and please don't make fun of me, but I, in the past, have liked Shane Dawson videos, and I liked that kind of shitty, vloggy documentary style. I don't know why, maybe my emotions are just easily swayed by background music, but it works for me. But even this, I was like, I'm really bored, and there's no point to this first video at all. Like, it was just nonsense. But your audience knows that you used to like Shane Dawson, right? I think a lot of people who do videos on those types of people, it's because they used to like them. Mm-hmm. You know, did you ever like Anision? I never liked him. I always thought he was a freak. No, I did. I had like an Anision phase and I remember because I kind of just forgot he existed until like a few years ago. Everybody was talking about him in his books and stuff and that stupid little fucking jingle of the Onision that he used to have. It's it just, it plays randomly in my head. It's it's like some kind of PTSD. I don't remember any of his videos. I just remember that and I remember a video where he was getting like tested for STDs or something. So... <laughs> I think the first video I ever saw of his was he was dressed as the Joker and he was destroying a Rubik's Cube. I've seen it recently. I'm sure I watched it at the time, but I don't remember. <laughs> I saw that and it was just an immediate, like a screaming red flag. So I immediately didn't like him because I thought, what are you doing? You absolute freak show. Stop it. <laughs> well, I would have been really young watching him. I think like, I don't know, 11, 
or something. So, like, my brain was not working properly, and that's my excuse. Well, that's what it like. It tracks though, don't it? Like, bright colors and loud noises. This type of thing is for the younger audience because you do like. Like I used to really enjoy when I was like ten or eleven. I really liked the Crazy Frog. You remember? Did you ever see the Crazy Frog? Oh my god, Crazy Frog! I got like fucking viruses on my old phone trying to text that little number to get the ringtone or whatever. Like before, you even had internet on your phone, and I had a virus on it the fuck <laughs> i got accidentally subscribed i think i did the same thing as you but i got i got accidentally subscribed to one of those things where it like cost you five quid a month or whatever. that's what it was that's all yeah. your credit just gone immediately yeah so i had to change my phone number because you couldn't opt out like i'm texting them like stop opt out or whatever it was but they kept texting me and then every time they text me it would charge me i'm like no my mom had to bring me in to get a new phone number Oh no. Yeah, it was very sad, but um I learned from it and I grew as a person. So <laughs> Yeah, I was watching the um the like Crazy Frog he came out with some user video where he's being chased around the this city by a robot. You Wait, know, recently? No, no, no. This was, it was I thought you meant now. No, it was like the Axel F remix or whatever. And I yeah. was like obsessed with that. It was like crack to me you know when some people say ah oh, it's like i'm only saying this because recently reading ned former's cookbook and stuff pedestrian people like to be like oh my god this is like crack and it's like you've never even shoved anything up your <laughs> nose shut up but i can actually say like this crazy frog thing it was like drugs to me mm. i was so obsessed with watching this stupid and i watched it again recently and i was like what was i actually on when i was 11 there is something weird about this kind of like loud energetic stuff that just really hooks the young mind in because i have no idea why I got such like a dopamine or an endorphin rush from watching this stupid fucking video. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing that old school Shane Dawson videos did. Like they were just loud and weird and he had all these characters. And I loved the emo character because I was an emo. So I just, you know, wanted any kind of representation. <laughs> so it's just like the same bullshit. It works. And now they're still doing it. And it still works. And I miss Crazy Frog. I'll have to rewatch it. <laughs> the next note that I wrote down is even the way Shane D Dawson does his sponsors are really insincere and it just wound me up. Uh, his sponsor for this video was some sort of duvet and he was being like, it's changed my life. Honestly, it's changed my life because it keeps cool during the night. And I was just like, dude, calm down. It's a duvet. Can you stop? This is so insincere. Who the hell is going to buy this? Like, I considered it. <laughs> Get out, stop. I get really warm in the night. I was like, if he's... <laughs> Put on a fan. Open a window. I sleep with the window open. Don't I just use get his really... code. If you're no, going to buy it, don't you code. dare. I'm not going to use his code, but I thought about getting the duvet, but it's so... The ad read is like so dramatic for no reason. He does the like flicker screen at the end, like the glitchy thing. I'm like, why? It's a duvet. <laughs> I can't take serious any advert that is really serious and they don't care if you take the piss out of them look at every single advert i've ever done on my channel they don't care if you mock them or put on like a fake oh my god that's the most amazing wow i love this they they don't care why well, you have to be like so insincere about it shane dawson it's annoying he's really he's really good at that though and when we get on to like the finale on episode three of this i i have more notes to say on that because I, you haven't even watched it yet, so you don't know. But he's just really good at being fake, but I think we can all kind of spot it now. And it's it's so annoying because 
part of me still wants to like give him the benefit of the doubt but it's just like he's just so clearly I don't want to say emotionally manipulating people because that's really dramatic as well but you know what I mean like using emotion to like convey certain messages or like try and be a certain person which brings me to because he does that to try and like the I'm the, an empath thing right he also is still doing the I'm gross and I don't shower thing I really want him to stop doing that just I don't like it. It's not a personality Yeah, just shower. <laughs> it's fine. Like, you can still... I'm okay with self-deprecating humor. But, like, you don't need to go on about how gross you are all the time. Like, it was the other series he did where he's talking about the bottle of piss in his car. I'm like, oh my god. Please. Don't do this. Ever. Don't speak about this. Have shame. All I'm saying is, sometimes we need to bring bullying back. <laughs> I'm joking about that, but I do think that it's a little bit sexist that he he we, like he would make all those jokes for years and no one better deny they were like oh it's Shane's Shane's sense of humor <laughs> he's so funny and quirky. Emma Chamberlain does it a few times and people were awful to her. What you did know, she do? Like she said a few times that oh I don't really shower and she was joking around and stuff because obviously she does and and whatever. Um, but the internet was like really, really hard on her. Like, I think she went to Whole Foods and some TikTokers found her and followed her around, um, uh, pretending that like she smelled and stuff. I just That's think, so I, mean. yeah, I just think you remember this stuff. I don't know. Well, the internet thought it was fine to just like bully Emma. And I really like Emma Chamberlain. She's mm -hmm. grown up into a, you know, young woman, but <laughs> I don't know. The internet just thought it was fine to bully her for ages. She was 16 when she started, I think. Oh God, really? Oh no. Yeah, when she started doing YouTube, I think she was because I think yeah, um, it was a free for all. Well, look at her now. But she's really she's a very inoffensive person. Has she probably had some scandals? Sure, but like who hasn't? I mean, if you've not got like even not on a public celebrity level, if you don't go through life not having like a few little scandals in your life, what's going? I don't believe that everyone has their own little minor controversies. Yeah, everybody's pissed somebody off at some point. It's yeah, just it's, what it's it is. It's inevitable. Should we though actually discuss what happened in the the first video so people know, like just in case? Because I can recap it really simply. Oh no! Well, I've got the notes in order, but these are incredibly, incredibly petty. My notes <laughs> are in order; they're very petty. So mm -hmm. I don't like his mumbly vocal fry, and he was doing this in his advert. He was being like, "Yes," and then you can get. And it kind of like his voice fades off to a whisper, and I think it's a form of manipulation because right? it's like it's kind of like yeah. And then this mattress is really good, and I don't know. There's something icky about it. I just don't like it. It's not pleasing to me. It's displeasing. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same voice he uses in his conspiracy theory videos. It's the exact same voice. And I fuck, I have such an issue with those videos. And we've talked about this before. I don't know if it was online or just like me to you. But why did he not use any form of noise reduction in those videos? <laughs> At least he, I think he did it for the ad read. So the voice was slightly less annoying. But still, it is like the same like, I'm being really serious now voice. It's like, why do you have to put that voice on? Just speak normally just be normal <laughs> frying your voice there's an advert on youtube recently and i can't remember what it's for but this woman i know nothing about her she could be i don't know mother Teresa, but i despise her because of this vocal fry that and i'm i'm aware that i might be frying a little right now but this is really bad there's this woman doing this ad read on youtube she's not a youtuber it's literally just an advert and she's like it's really 
I hate it. Um, another thing to note about the Shane thing, he has a new cameraman who I'm aware is in some controversies, but I have no idea what about. And I don't really like to be honest, I don't really care. The cameraman um, is. The cameraman, yeah, I I never done a video on him. I don't know what I didn't No, that's him. a that's a different dude. That's an editor. That's Destry Smith. The cameraman is Chris. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, this cameraman person. Remember when people kept saying, oh my God, Netflix, uh, Shane Dawson should be on Netflix. This camera person that he's got is constantly zooming in and out, constantly zooming in and out within the space. I'm not exaggerating. He'll zoom in and out like twice in the space of five seconds for no fucking reason. And and I think Shane is paying this guy to act like Andrew, the prior cameraman, because Andrew would do this hyena cackle that it was like nails on a chalkboard for me. You know, this mm-hmm. hyena cackle anything. Shane says it's like you're paying these people to laugh at you and I think he's doing it with because this cameraman is emulating the previous behavior and it's of stuff that is just not fucking funny I don't believe that I'm getting angry even thinking about it just how is this how is Shane and his little like group of cronies so annoying they wind, they wind me up it's too easy to take the piss out of all of them it's because they're too fake and as people who aren't American, I think we have a higher, not a higher, a lower tolerance level for that kind of carry on. And when they're so blatantly fake, it's just even more annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Chris, I, I have no, I have no issue with Chris directly, except for the fact that he's like not a good cameraman. <laughs> like it's just everywhere. It's all over the place. I don't know if he could do something better on his own and he's just like taking direction kind of like what you said but like in the actual camera work but it's just like all over the place it's shaking like he just goes from one point and then shakes over to another point really quickly and you don't see anything and there's shots of him which are left in but that's Shane's choice if he's editing it of just like he's got his camera on his lap and then he like gets out of a car and you see the whole like him trying to get the camera to the right spot I just the camera work is so bad it's so bad. I don't, that's what angers me. So fuck you, Chris. That was in the um yeah right on. That was in the previous documentary as well. The first one with Jeffrey Star. Andrew would do that too. Like sometimes the camera would be on and he would it'd be black and he'd take off the lens. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you do, you doing? And why is this being kept in? It's shoddy. It doesn't give the. I, I think they maybe think that they're going from sort of like. How do you pronounce it? Like, like you know, the warfare thing we were just talking about with Rambo, and I was like, yeah, I wanted to be like Rambo for all of one afternoon and be in the jungle <laughs> and just like eat snakes and stuff. Guerrilla warfare, mm-hmm. guerrilla camera work is like guerrilla documentary work. Is that what these guys think that? Wait, we should recap the first episode actually. So the first episode is just about Shane going on about being cancelled, deciding that they wanted to do another palette and then they didn't, and then he talks to Jeffries. Like, really, nothing happens. That's mm-hmm. that's the, all the recap you need. Well, it is important to note, I think, that it's framed as in, like, Chris just happened to come over that day to film. Like, Shane was like, we're just going to film something. I don't know what we're filming. Maybe I'll get people to ask me questions. Like, it's going to be a series about me. And then he shows his wardrobe at the beginning. And then he's like, wait, Chris, have I shown you this palette? Even though it's, like, a year later and he's probably had it in his home for a year. It's just so... It's, uh, 
you know what bothers me about it? It's the fact that like he's so obviously lying, but at parts like I I almost feel like am I being the asshole? Like is he telling the truth and I'm just like so jaded? It's like no, like why is this the day? Oh, we're gonna film. Oh, I'm happening to show you this. Oh, we're happening to bring up Jeffrey for no reason. So I didn't even catch on to any of that because I was too busy thinking about how annoying the cameraman's laugh was. <laughs> Well, see, I wasn't like looking the whole time because I was taking notes as I was watching. So sometimes I was missing stuff and then just like typing it out. But yeah, I, I just noticed that the whole way it's like, no, this thing is going to be about me. Oh, wait, what if we like talk to Jeffrey and blah, blah, blah. And then he pretends he doesn't know. But like, if, if you didn't know that that's the series that you were going to film, right? This first episode doesn't need to be put out into the world. Start with the start of the docuseries, not with you, like, showing your wardrobe and going to the vet. I, I've got some stuff on that, but that's what I mean by guerrilla documentary work. But it's just shit. No one needs to see someone getting out of a car Mm-hmm. with the camera right no one needs to see the camera on whilst like a lens is still on or whatever no one needs to see the stuff it's just so much filler these people they remind me a bit of reality tv stars right because reality tv stars in the uk over lockdowns when they couldn't you know do their jobs or whatever they were a lot of them were just doing podcasts and i've listened to a fair few of you know the made in chelsea cast podcast just to see like what they were about and 95% of them are awful it's just waffle it's absolute garbage and it's it's because they have people kissing their ass they're on reality tv so people have an interest in their life but I think when you're in that bubble you start to think that anything and everything about your life is interesting to the public mm-hmm. it's inane stuff and I think that's the issue with a lot of this filler as well Shane is very used to millions of people wanting to know more about him so he just puts absolute garbage in and then the worst part is when the fans say that um, he should get a series of Netflix or I don't think they do that that much anymore but when the original one with Jeffree Star came out it was very much like uh, get this man a Netflix show are you joking mm-hmm. are you, sorry are you joking why would they want to do that yeah well like the <sighs> When that came out, it was kind of like something different and something new. Like it was its own specific style. So it was interesting. But now it's like, okay, it's time to try something new. Maybe like take better shots. Because you can definitely afford to pay somebody who can take better shots. And maybe Chris can. (laughs) Who knows? Like just... It's. I think maybe it's trying to make it seem more like authentic and stuff. Kind of like what you were saying. But it's just not effective. Like, it's just annoying. And that combined with the time jumping back and forth between, like, 2020 and the present day, it's just confusing to watch. It's not, like, good storytelling in general. It's... Is it a documentary or a vlog? And either way, it's not good. I talk like I make these amazing things, but I don't claim to, so... Well, hold on. When I do my Ancient Aliens series, I'm totally getting you to edit it. Yeah, well, then then I can say that I'm better than Shane Dawson. <laughs> yeah, because I want to do some docs. Like, yeah, you are right. When they first came out of the Jeffree Star series, getting to know Jeffree Star and stuff, it was different. And I remember watching it, and it was the first one, not when they were doing the Conspiracy Palette, but when the first one came out, I remember watching it, and I, I was quite taken by it. I remember enjoy, enjoying it and stuff. There were moments, though, I will admit, 
because I didn't know that much about Jeffree Star, but I kind of liked him. I kind of remembered him a bit from like MySpace days or whatever. You know, um, there were some bits in that where I did think this feels a bit like I'm being emotionally manipulated mm-hmm. somehow. But I sort of ignored that. Turns mm-hmm. out I was right. Because these guys, <laughs> they just love emotional manipulation. Um, which, speaking of, Shane keeps going on and on about being cancelled in this. Mm-hmm. And it, two thoughts spring to mind. The first is, I really hate how cancelled and cancelling someone has become part of our language. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it, it's part of everyday conversation now. Yeah. With like, even with people that aren't like living permanently online on the internet, like us, mm-hmm. people would be like, oh my God, that person and he got cancelled. And I mm-hmm. really, I, I don't, I don't like that because I think it's so, it's so meaningless and stupid. And secondly, Shane Dawson, get over it. <laughs> like, if you're going to soldier on and keep making content, despite loads of people not wanting you to, shut up like maybe mention the whole cancellation thing once mention maybe how you you think that you've grown from your change and then stop mentioning it and never just get Mm -hmm. over it get the fuck over it because if you keep bringing it up then other people are just going to continuously bring it up if you mention it once and then ignore it people will get bored and move on to no cancelling someone else shut up maybe he feels like he has to keep saying it like because of relevancy things because if there's no talk of drama it's kind of hard to make anything work on youtube these days like people aren't really watching it as much as they were back when the original series came out just for entertainment now we're all just here to watch people crash and burn or just talk about drama in general i mean that's why i have a job so like it is what it is so maybe it's that but maybe it is just like he's kind of fixated on it which i get like He's been doing YouTube for so long and I think he's made a part of his personality. So probably it's it was very hard for him. But at the same time, like you said, just like shut up. Either like mention it once and get over it or just be a complete dickhead about it. Like just be really obnoxious and like sell merch that says cancelled or something. One of those options. I will not accept this middle ground we're in. I don't like it. Because it feels like it feels like self Flagligation, flag You know that thing. It was, in, yeah, it, was, it was in the Da Vinci Code where, and this was the only bit of the Da Vinci Code I watched where that priest was just like whipping his own back. I think it's flagellation, but somebody's going to like say we're both wrong. So that thing that people do, um, yeah, it, it just feels like that on a public level. You know, like oh no, I've been cancelled and blah blah blah. Sh- shut up. Mm, well, in a way, it's because that would like. Okay, if we're to take it literally, if you're to whip your back, that would be painful and you clearly feel you deserve it. But in this sense, it comes off as kind of like looking for sympathy. Yes, yes. yes. I think it's else. a fake form of it, I mean. You know, like, oh, I've been so bad. <laughs> feel sorry for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> There's my whipping noises. <laughs> I really like your Shane Dawson impression. I think you should do it more often. Oh my God, uh, please uh, feel sorry for me. Yeah. Um, Yes. I, I say next, I can't believe Shane Dawson has hired a cameraman just to constantly laugh at him. It's very infuriating because it really was getting on my nerves. It's like Shane would just say one thing and this guy would be like, ha ah! Like, okay, okay. Yeah, really? I just can't. And then there was parts about them wanting or they're having a baby via surrogacy, which I was unaware of this. Oh, you were? Um, okay. Well, yeah, that's I knew- a thing. I knew that they were on the search for a surrogate. I didn't know or realize that it actually happened. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah. Well, they said that they should have the baby hopefully as early as July, which is insane. But my takeaway from that whole conversation was like the, it wasn't an argument, but a mild disagreement between Ryland and Shane of like, oh, can we show the baby on camera? Because I'm completely on Shane's side if he's like, no, we're not showing the baby. And Ryland seems surprised by this. I wrote something down for this. I wrote down, Ryland, we can't never show the baby. Actual A-listers, A-listers manage to keep their kids private. If they really want to, they do manage to do it. You, Mm -hmm. like, Ryland, you can do it. You're, 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 You're only a YouTuber because Shane is. That's it. Like he wouldn't have. Like sorry, but he, would he have as many subscribers if he'd never got with Shane? I mean, I doubt it. We see this happen all the time with YouTubers. Um, you absolutely and Shane is like kind of past it now. He's way less relevant. You absolutely would be able to keep your kids private. They feel- yeah, but he doesn't want to. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think, and I'll bet a fiver. I bet a fiver that he will exploit that baby for clout within a month. He's gonna do a Jim Chapman. The baby is going to become the content. He, Jim Chapman 100% exploits his own... Oh, God. I'm doing that podcast thing where people start talking way too much and they start saying like things that are a little bit <laughs> a little bit too, too, uh, too true to what they actually believe. I do believe that certain YouTubers and certain vloggers do exploit their child for free stuff on Instagram. Mm-hmm. No, but they do. I hate the idea of posting your child on social media for anybody like anybody to do it i hate it i think it's wrong I, I if you do it i think you're gross and i have like friends and family who do it and i'm just like i don't agree with you i think you should like avoid having any more children if this is what you're gonna do i'm so mean about it i think i think if you're doing it on like say you have a private instagram where only your friends and family follow you fair yeah. enough but i think publicly i don't actually think it should be allowed anymore because like Again, I never does all these videos and I don't watch them. They just pop up my recommended. I'm like, oh, that's happening. But there's been a lot of stuff with there was a certain influencer who's like a mum influencer. Her child is her content, basically. And the child's, what, three years old? And they get a lot of weird comments from pervy older people. Like, let's be real. Most likely, most of majority of them being men. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, But this mum keeps doing it and they keep putting up pictures of like their kid eating a banana now there shouldn't be anything inherently sexual about eating a banana it's a piece of fucking fruit but unfortunately Mm -hmm. the world we live in like if you're a woman on the street and you eat a banana a man might say something unfortunately that's the world we live in and this mum is knownly putting up pits of her kids that could easily be exploited in a sexual manner by a pervert or a nonce Mm -hmm. i think that i genuinely think that like that shouldn't be banner account like banner what are you doing you're exploiting your child you're not caring that like there's loads of perverts out there and i saw a bunch of tiktoks about it someone someone decided to look at the account of one of these uh it was a bloke a bloke that was commenting weird stuff on this um kids pictures and this bloke had like this linked account to it was pinterest or something like that and it was full of really suggestive pics of you know children like stuff it was really like really gross stuff like are the, mm-hmm. are the nonces not even like hiding now they're all hiding in plain view but the it's nonces the... don't feel shame anymore they're just out and about doing it i definitely think we should bring back shame but bringing it back to ryland and shane i don't think ryland will go that far obviously but i do think he's still gonna try and like make videos about the kid and this and that which is just like 
don't do it. And also, you're both of you are about to have a child. You need to agree on this. Like, your people that are online, you need to, like, talk about this and figure it out. I don't know if they did afterwards off camera, but they need to sort that out. Like, that's not good. I This made me not like Ryland, this part. Maybe I'm too judgmental, but I just don't. I don't like... He kind of... He did something in the last episode, and we'll talk about it then, that made me like him a little bit more. But after this, I was just like, I didn't want to hear anything he had to say. I'm like, you're stupid. Did you did you like him anyway before? I just didn't have much of an opinion on him, but this solidified that I don't like him. Like, I actively don't like him now. I think I had some opinions on him on one of the many videos that I did about their documentary series. But for the life of me, I can't remember. My opinion might have changed by now, but I've... I don't know, I've always thought Ryland is a little bit of a bougie, wanting a certain, like, wanting to be an influencer, kind of, you know, one of one of those types, which uh, people who want to be influencers worry me. Would you date Shane Dawson if you were going to get loads of subscribers and money for it? No. No. Not. What, putting up his shitty jokes in his pee bottles next to his bed? Are you joking? <sighs> but imagine... Like you're set. For, you just have to date him for like a few weeks. No, no. I won't get those weeks back. They could be spent doing better things, like staring at a wall. <laughs> no, no. As no, no. I would not. I would not. What about like Jeffrey Star? No, I wouldn't date anyone for like a couple of milli subs. Nobody. What if they're really good looking and actually kind of nice? But then is that if if you actually like them, that's not dating them for their subs then? Mm. Ah, well, but lawyers. they're annoying. But they're annoying no, and you're not. I can't <sighs> deal with you know I can't deal with annoying people. I find everyone annoying. Couldn't do it. Won't do it. Not happening. No thanks. I'm off the market anyway. <laughs> fine, fine. I will accept your What about Trisha Paytas? She's funny at least. I wouldn't date any of these people. There's certainly some people that I would do like a questionable mukbang with. So, like, for example, and this and this is better. So someone recently did a, ah, oh, what's his name? Oomp? Oompaville? I don't know. He did this uh, documentary, did I not send it to you, on Nicocado Avocado. He paid Nicocado money and Nicocado went over to, like, his house and hung out with him for a week. Do it. How and much did he made... have to pay him? I don't know. I imagine it was quite, like, quite a sum of money, though. But they got loads of content out of it. And what, what was quite sweet, though, is Nicocado Avocado, for anyone who doesn't realise it, yes, that is a character. Of course, yeah. he's not in real life being like, shh. <laughs> Though I'd love to imagine that he actually is. But there are so, there are moments in their interviews and like collabs and hangouts and stuff where you can see the real person like coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, I would totally, I would do a collab with Nicardo Avocado. But that's like, that's ethically questionable because, you know, are you facilitating and enabling someone who is hurt, like very much hurting themselves mm-hmm. physically for, 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 a bit like it like it's a, it's an act that he's doing but there's still like actual negative consequences of the act that he is doing but i'd still do it because i think Nicolo god is funny <laughs> like he's so outrageous and, I, and, he, and he finds new ways to get even more outrageous and then the people that get like recreationally outraged by this they fall for the bait every time it's like there's there's no oh he's pretending that he's about to die. There's no point getting angry at it because you're just giving him what he wants. I prefer to just kind of laugh at it like oh look what he's doing now for goodness sake, you know because he's not going to change for the audience's reactions. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it is kind of brilliant. I wish I could do something like that, but I don't think I can commit to the bit that hard. I just don't think I can. But it's, it is commendable. I just, you know, wish he wasn't making himself ill over it. But no, same, because I think he, I do think that he's genuinely funny and he can be very quick witted and he's got a uh, musical talent. Apparently, he can't play his violin anymore. Like, oh, no. Do- well, he said this, I'm not sure if it was, it was something serious, but I think he said like in his interview, he can't like hold it properly, you know, because of, because of his weight. I, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But that's, that's what he says. But he's pretty, he was very talented at that. I think he'd be great if he was like on the theatre. He would <laughs> like be, a, no. Like I, a pantomime villain. I've seen him, but I think the first time I watched him playing the violin on YouTube, I texted you immediately and I was like, oh my God, did you know about this? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not that big of a deal. So, but this is so good. I couldn't believe it. It, it. If I could pay him loads of money, I would just ask him to play violin for me and make a yeah. video out of that. It would be nice and wholesome. And then maybe we can do a mukbang. So- <laughs> we, should get a, we should start a GoFundMe. Just to try to get Nicardo Avocado to, I oh, know, come on this channel. That's not a bad idea. I think people would pay for that. <laughs> Drama lovers. There was also something else in the video um, after the chat about the baby when they took their dogs to the vet, and this part annoyed me. Um, the The dogs went to the vets and they came out, and the vet had told them that the dogs were overweight. So, as a treat from going to the vets, they went to Starbucks to get them a puppuccino, which is just whipped cream. But squirty cream in a can is bad for animals because it, well, it's processed. It's full of crap. It's like full of sugars and all this stuff. Some of them might have xylitol in, which is really bad for dogs. You shouldn't give them it anyway. Like certain brands of peanut butter have xylitol, so you need to get dog-friendly peanut butter. Um, you can make your own. I'm not saying don't ever treat your dogs, of course. I'm not a monster. But you can make your own puppuccinos at home. If you get like the cream that's in the top of a coconut milk can and whip it up, with like a hand mix or whatever, you can make a puppuccino that way and it's healthier. Like that that's mm-hmm. more natural, it's healthier, there's no processing going on because you've just done that yourself. I just thought that was really stupid. Like, oh, the dogs are overweight, so let's put them on a diet, but let's quickly take them to give them some like crappy preservative-laden whipped cream. That really annoyed I... me because it's just irresponsible. I thought like dogs couldn't have dairy anyway. Uh... Uh, okay i thought it was like a a big no uh it's like humans you know Mm -hmm. some people are lactose intolerant it i mean they should be able to tell this might be gross for some people they should be able to tell by the dog's stools afterwards Mm -hmm. because if you've given your dog a bit of dairy and the next day they have raging diarrhea and it looks Mm -hmm. like it has a texture of um soft whip ice cream you know that you get Mm -hmm. from like the ice cream van then Mm -hmm. don't feed your dog that stuff because they can have allergies too, but I think it depends on the dog. But like, you shouldn't really give them dairy just because it's so fattening. Because a lot of dogs only really need like five hundred calories a day, mm-hmm. which is that five hundred calories a day. Like, if you think about it, that's nothing. That's like a burger from McDonald's or something. Five hundred calories. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not a lot. So you just got to be careful because if you're giving them like like a lot of dogs like cheese, mm-hmm. it's just be smart about it but i just thought the dichotomy of oh going to the vets oh the vet says they're not in like the best health they could be quick go to starbucks and give them some crap like it just really annoyed me yeah no that did annoy me as well and it's just like for one why did you film that 
if you're gonna do that. And for two, like, you just, the vet just said, why don't you, like, get them to lose that 10 pounds? And then as a, like, a little treat to the dogs afterwards, then you can do the, the whipped cream thing. But, like, do you, if you have pets, you have to take care of them properly. Like, it's not just about, like, giving them treats. Like, I give my cats treats, but I don't give them whatever they want. Like, if I gave them whatever they want, they'd, they'd die, you know? Like, my little cat, she wants to eat olives and hummus. She can't eat those things, like, olives that are in brine. Like she, she will die. And they both want cheese, obviously, all the time. They can't have that. So, every now and again, I'll give them a little bit of avocado. Because they like that. <laughs> those are their treats, you know, and also, obviously, cat treats. Just look after them and don't film it if you're going to not do what the vet told you. You don't have to film that. That's why <laughs> I'm, I'm so big on just keep certain elements of your life private. Stop monetizing so many aspects of your personal life. Because as soon as you do that, it's out there on the public stage. People can comment on that type of thing and people can criticize what you're doing so if you're going to do something that's a bit stupid just keep it offline yeah like i do stupid shit you're never gonna see it <laughs> well you might but the world won't <laughs> yeah same now jeffree star got introduced and i don't i don't know if i didn't notice this before but my tolerance for him has gone way down because he, the way he talks is incredibly annoying every sentence is just hi or bye or like wow 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 yes every single sentence is just that grow up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. read a dictionary add some words to that vernacular you know what it doesn't bother me actually <laughs> <laughs> it's just me getting furious you tend to do that no i get where you're coming from i just it just doesn't bother me maybe it's because i'm like equally annoying it just doesn't bother me i don't know <laughs> It's just verbal diarrhea, you know, when someone just has to input all the time, but it's meaningless, it's babble. So th th there's no point. Just just shush. Stop expending mm -hmm. so much energy on mm -hmm. inane nonsense. Stop. I don't Fair. know. But at some point, like it does it does produce some gems. There's again in the like second or third episode. Can I do one tiny like little spoiler? Um I, I don't even have to tell you what it's about. They're just in the car with Jeffrey and he has like some electric Hummer or something and he just says in like a real country accent he's got a truck full of queers and that had me laughing so I was like sometimes it works so I'm okay with it well I don't mind when he's coming out of like quippy things mm -hmm. when it's genuinely funny but when he can't think of anything else to say it's very much wow 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 hi hi a shade hi a yellow it's just <laughs> it's annoying and it's non-stop it's literally non-stop Mm -hmm. yeah no i i get where you're coming from i'm just okay with it <laughs> after that shane met up with uh ryland's family to have them ask questions about himself which felt slightly narcissistic but anyway they didn't even ask him fucking proper questions the only one who does is the mum. like she's the only one that actually asks a question and like she could have asked it better because she frames it in a way of like well here's your answer anyway but i'm still gonna ask the question it was annoying <laughs> Mm. Ryland's mother said that the conspiracy palette wasn't a money grab and she got angry at everyone online saying that it was. However, Ryland's mother, you're probably a very nice lady. I know that you're probably just trying to defend your son-in-law. Whatever, I get it. However, mm -hmm. I watched all of those documentaries because I made numerous videos on them. In the very first collab with Jeffree Star, when they go down to Jeffree Star Cosmetics and stuff and Jeffree starts talking about how much money can be made per palette, 
look at Shane Dawson's face when Jeffrey is like, maybe we should make a pilot together. It could make blah, blah, blah. Because I think he throws around the word, like the numbers 18 million or whatever. And if you look at Shane Dawson's shocked, annoying face, please. Mm-hmm. He saw the money, like he saw the money signs. Um, mm-hmm. And also, this might be a bit of a rogue statement coming from me, but I make millions of communist fume. There's nothing inherently wrong with trying to make money as long as you aren't exploiting others or exploiting the like the work of others, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There's nothing inherently wrong with. So it's yeah. it's not it's not like it's not like even though the quality of the palettes um, were a bit hit and miss. Apparently, it's not like they just decided to shit out. I don't I don't know I don't know. <laughs> Like a product that's crap. It's not like they just decided, well, okay, we're going to come up with this and one day shit it out and sell it off. They did do some work mm-hmm. on the palette. There's nothing wrong with being like, oh, I was motivated by money, but we were still working hard to ensure that the product was the best quality that we could. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? No, I'm, I agree with you. Like, it's just like, just admit it. Like, that's fine. Like, I I spoke to you about this the other day that I fucking hate socks right but if somebody came up to me and they're like you can make your own sock line and you'll make like two million euro or whatever i'd be like yeah let's go i don't fuck them and i just tell people like you might like like socks like here's socks cool like it's just like you don't have to be like oh no now this is like who i am and super into makeup and all of that and bear in mind like a few months later then shane completely shit on the entire beauty community and called them a bunch of clowns so I think as long as everyone has their own intrinsic set of values, whatever that may be, if you're not, as long as you're not compromising your values in the pursuit of just making loads and loads of money, mm-hmm. it's not that, it's not that big of a deal. Like, so, so what some people were saying, it was a cash grab, right? whatever. As long as like, if you know that, well, yeah, I did it for the money, but I put my full effort into it and ensured that it was the best it could be. Who can like get over it. He also, he did say, and I said, Shane is such a liar with like five exclamation marks. He did say here, if I wanted to do a money grab, I'd have done something easier where I wasn't editing 24 hours a day for months, hadn't filmed for a year. It didn't impact my relationship because the amount I was editing. Shane's documentaries are glorified vlogs with visual cues and meme clips included. And take it from a YouTuber who does long form content. It doesn't take as long as you think. It might take a bit longer than some of you think it is, but it doesn't take as long as he's making it out to be mm-hmm. like because he on one of his videos once i saw people arguing about this i saw like some of his fans saying how it probably takes hours and hours for him just to just to put in 10 seconds of for, it was something ridiculous like that it takes hours and hours for him to for, to do 10 seconds of footage for the final mm-hmm. video that that's not and this is my issue with like he makes out that he has way more work than he actually does because some people will take that to its logical extremity and act as though hundreds of hours of work is is going into this he's got more than enough money to hire a good editor if Mm -hmm. editing is such an issue for him and apparently it was impacting his relationship okay then you're just not being business smart get outsource it get a fucking editor because an editor a good editor will be able to do just as much as you can in your same style um he's He's like every billionaire who pretends that they work 80 hours a week to justify their huge pay grade. 
so I did I had I wrote quite a lot about this because it just winds me up when I think that YouTubers are trying to hoodwink their audiences. Um, I think his biggest problem is it sounds to me as though he's quite disorganized and he maybe he films like a bunch of these clips over the months and just chucks them all on a hard drive, maybe out of order or whatever. So he's probably having to sift through hours and hours of footage to find what he needs. Um, because when these series were coming out, he kept having to push back the release dates of episodes because mm -hmm. like he was just like, oh, I've got so many issues and whatever, which that's not the level or quality of a Netflix documentarian. That that's really not. That's that's just a YouTube. I mean, he's he's just a bloke with a cameraman. He doesn't have twenty different onset workers or six different camera shots, like of the different angles of the same shot or production level equipments and sets and stuff. I think he just really oversells how much he works in his glorified vlogs. Look at Mr. Beast. Look at the level of effort Mr. Beef and Mr. Beast and his whole team put into his sets and whatnot. And they still get things out on time and of good quality. Mm -hmm. I think that he oversells how much work he does, especially mm -hmm. considering the series he was talking about, he had an entire year to do. Like mm. over the next six weeks, I've got to come out of nine long form book reviews. I, if, like in six weeks, I got to do that. That's more effort than what Shane did for his vlogs. Yeah, I think for like Mr. Beast and like other YouTubers, they, I don't know if this is the work of a producer because a lot of these people have producers. I know like Game Grumps do, but there's somebody that you can get who can be just like the organizational role, who can like make sure that everything's where it needs to be. I could deal with that for my entire life or I could do with that for my entire life just please fix me somebody but he could hire somebody to do that like he makes a lot of money which is another issue is him pretending that he doesn't make a lot of money like when he was being asked about the palette you go you go <laughs> I just run I just monologue so you go and then I'll go <laughs> yeah well he, he said so he broke it down he said the sales were 30 million the cost of goods was 20 million and then from the remaining 10 million that went to like employees and workers and whatever. And then from that, he made his money and he gave 25% to, I presume, Andrew, but I don't know, somebody. And he's saying like, it's not a lot of money. It's like, uh, you're not going to be able to like live your whole life, whatever, with your lifestyle on the money that you made from that. But you made a lot of money. Plus they were all sponsored, all the videos. You have the ad revenue from the videos, which had like 50 million views. I can't even fathom how much money that is. Probably could have forgot a calculator, but you made a lot of money. <laughs> Why are you pretending you're poor? It's, I, I actually don't think he's pretending. I think Shane doesn't understand money. I think he does, he genuinely doesn't have a concept of money because he's surrounded himself with people who are richer than him. So he doesn't get it. Like, it's like something's not clicking. YouTubers like Shane love underplaying how much money they actually make. And then it makes everyone's judgment over content creation and finances really cloudy because there's a popular podcast. I'm not going to name who, but sometimes I'll check out their subreddit and stuff because I listen to this podcast quite frequently. And I saw some people on the Reddit trying to work out oh how much do you reckon you know x makes from per podcast episode and some of what some people were saying i just thought that's really far off the mark you don't that i think the audiences don't understand how much money is in content creation you might see an article every now and then like oh charlie d'amelio got like 20 million for whatever and then people get outraged over that but generally speaking there is so much money in content creation and sponsorships etc cetera, etc cetera. but these people they really want to undersell 
mm-hmm. you and do you know what it's, it's not even just them I've seen like some bloggers who I quite like not not any British like Britain based bloggers I've seen them talk about maybe their social blades and be like oh yeah social blades way off because social blades saying that I could make a maximum of this per month and it's like well social blade is actually incredibly wrong because they have a cap on it and most like a generally the more subs you get the higher your cpm your pound or dollar value for every thousand views goes up right so when some people have like hunt like you know hundreds of thousands or a million subscribers are saying oh the social blades off i'm like well unless you've done something to re-piss off the advertisers your cpm should be a lot higher than social blades cap which means yeah you probably make that and way more per month stop lying to your audiences you don't have to come out and say exactly how much you make per month unless you want to make like some people do that on tiktok um but people attempt of shane dawson's size he's got like let's just round it up he's got 20 million subscribers there are people with a tenth of his subscribe of his subscribers who can get brand deals that are like entire annual salaries for some people Hmm. like spare us the sob stories like a lot of company a lot of companies i can't say who because i don't want to ruin my chances of working with them but there are a lot of companies out there who sponsor youtubers and they have endless pockets if you know how to talk to them that's half the battle being able to talk to them properly or having representation to talk to them for you as soon as you do that they have endless pockets and they have a lot so don't feel sorry for people with millions of subscribers if you have millions of subscribers and you're not able to like for someone shane's size 20 million 20 million subscribers if he's not got I'm going to say a number now and I think people are like just going to be a bit funny either way but I'm just going to say it. if he's not able to get sponsorships worth at least half a million then mm-hmm. he's a bad businessman but he's definitely getting that much I do would not believe him if he wasn't absolutely not no and and yeah half a million that's that's a shit ton of money don't feel bad for some of these people yeah no <laughs> don't, he's don't fine. Feel bad for them when they when they pour you this little sub story because you are right because remember he looked at the forbes list and he saw you know logan paul and jake paul and how much they make and it's like yeah but it's logan paul and jake paul don't like don't compare yourself to logan paul and jake paul why would you want to first of all <laughs> i think logan's all right it's just i don't like jake <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I've seen some clips from Logan Paul. He seems nice now. He grew up up. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And remember, he said something like, you know, it was still a decent amount of money because we bought the house in Colorado. And and then it's like, okay, that's where the sentence ends then. You cannot say it's still a decent bit of money because we bought a house, but it wasn't that much. You can't say that. If you managed to buy a whole fucking house from the money you made, (laughs) you can't say that it wasn't enough money they they have two houses don't they the calabasas one and the his house has a pond they got that they got that calabasas like ranch place right in la that's an expensive neighborhood is it not that's where jeffree star used to live that's where the kardashians live there you go (laughs) so annoying the whole thing is annoying the whole let's move on from that before we like spend the whole thing ranting about how he's not poor because we probably could go on for 10 hours just getting angrier and angrier at this it's because it's a whole thing the amount of youtubers that i've seen throughout the years really try to downplay it and but here is the thing as well if if you do something to annoy advertisers because your cpm value is based upon do advertisers want to advertise in your video and that doesn't mean sponsorship that means the google ads that you see right 
there are some creators out there who might have like a million and a half subscribers, but their CPM value is bad because they've done stuff to, to cause it to like be less advertiser friendly. However, mm-hmm. like a lot of them are doing just fine. So there are going to be exceptions. There are going to be, be people who have a CPM value of like 50p or whatever, which just quit at that point. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> There are going to be outliers and exceptions, but generally speaking, I think a lot of people are fine, but it's just something that I see parroted a lot. I saw someone with a million subscribers once say, oh yeah, I'm not rich or anything. It's kind of like having a well-paying job in London, but I'm not rich. And it's like, bro, bro, like in perspective, the the I think the average salary in the UK is something like maybe 24K a year or 25K a year. Like, mm-hmm. come on, come on. If you're on a hundred grand a year from YouTube, you're fine. Stop it. Stop downplaying it. God. Yeah, they just need to. Everybody needs to get some perspective, and also to shut up. That's <laughs> that's always the main takeaway from this content. Everyone just needs to shut up. Yeah, essentially. Oh, go! I cry. think you're making me an angrier person. <laughs> go, go cry in your millions and your diamond toilets. I don't care with your pond yeah because the whole fucking series starts off with like where's shane and he's like dipping his pools in his fucking like actual pond that has a fountain like that's the introduction to shane and then he later goes oh i have no money like i can't you have a fucking pond where i'm so poor in my (laughs) pond in my first house of which i have a second somewhere i think they gave (laughs) i think they gave the colorado home to like ryland's family whatever but it's like regardless you're the ones that bought it yeah, you could afford to give somebody else. Yeah, you know, to his credit, the only time I'll ever say this, at least Jeffree Star has never pretended that he's poor. Yeah, no, he's to like, I credit. have lots of money and all of this shit. Look at my Balenciaga bullshit. No, not Balenciaga. Birkin. My God. Yeah, my room full of Birkins. So at least there's that. That's one positive thing I can say about Jeffrey. The, uh, yeah, that and, you know, the, his way of speaking is delightful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the recap of episode one. I hope you enjoyed it. Do let us know if we should do episode two and three. I'm going to do it regardless anyway, but it's to give you the illusion <laughs> of choice. Mm-hmm. To get those comments for engagement too. Oh, yeah. Yes. So thanks for watching this episode. Remember to like, comment and subscribe, dislike, do whatever. Check out Vangelina's channel at Scov and all of our socials what else um follow us on spotify and itunes and check out my main channels and that's all bye that's all see you guys next time bye